We are here today, and our October podcast is with uh, Aaron O'Dell and Heidi Markle with the Parks Department. Aaron is with Jolt Lighting, and we're going to talk a little bit about the Winter Magic event that's coming to Cliff Drive. So I'm excited about it. I, I think it's going to be a really cool event. Uh, give us an idea of what Winter Magic is, Aaron, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having us. Uh, Winter Magic is uh, a project that uh, my brother Skyler and I started in 2020. And we, we essentially, we had a manufacturing business, uh, manufacturing Christmas displays and shipping them out all over the country. Uh, we, we'd had so you did for, the, like the wire things? Yeah, we did those. We did all kinds of stuff, a lot of computerized okay. stuff, modern displays. Um, but when COVID hit and the lockdown started to happen. Uh, most of our customers were, uh, you know, shopping centers or uh, hotels or amusement parks, and they got hit the hardest. So uh, we had to kind of pivot what we were doing. Uh, so we started talking with Heidi and the parks team about potentially utilizing some parks land to take essentially what we had on the shelf at that time as manufacturers and lay it out across their parks so that we could potentially save our business so this was the, the this was really do or die for you guys yeah it really was and I, I mean you know having a small business every day sort of feels like do or die yeah it feels like you're all in every single move you make almost mm -hmm. um, but yeah it was it was different than usual it was a lot you know just to have your 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 well how long have you been in business prior to covid coming on board yeah, it was like seven, I think it was seven years. So you're well-established at that stage of the game. Yeah. And all of a sudden, a rug gets pulled out from underneath you, and you just kind of, ah! Yeah, I mean, just like everybody, I think, you know, so many businesses were hit that way. Mm -hmm. I mean, what a surprise that you just never could have seen coming. So this this kind of morphed into I mean, the, your first year in Swope Park. What was that like? It was terrific. <laughs> <laughs> It was terrific. I mean, Swope Park is a beautiful park. You know, uh, the park staff is was excellent to work with. Um, parks, you know, had to shut down some of their um, their other Christmas themed events that they had been putting on. So we had we got some a lot of attention. Right. <laughs> you know, that was nice. Uh, no one in town had much to do, uh, so it was popular. It was good timing. How do you make that pitch? I mean, how did Heidi? How did he come in and make that pitch to you guys? That hey, we've got this. We've got all this stuff. I've got this idea. How did how did that go? What what was that dynamic like? Well, you know, it was a weird time because we weren't even working in the office. You know, we were all working basically from home. I think Leslie, my former you know, coworker, was in the office and happened to, I guess, get your call. <laughs> yeah, I, I tried to send her. Uh, just the most professional looking, uh, you know, PDF uh, offer that I could put together. And, you know, we'd we been doing that a while anyways. We, we had some high profile customers, including Disney, uh, Universal Studios, 
Um, we've done some displays up on Fifth Avenue, the Radio City Music Hall tree. You've done uh, some stuff locally, too. Yeah, we we still partner with a lot of folks locally as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deanna Rose Farmstead. Okay. Um, You've done something there. down when we did Washington Square Park. Didn't uh-huh. you Washington like that up? Square okay. Park. Um, we, we were a supplier for, for those. Uh, Longview Lake, yeah. you know. We, right, we yeah. Jackson County. Yeah. Jackson County, yeah. right. So right. it wasn't an unknown entity to kind of drive through the park and see lights. Right. So mm-hmm. it, it was kind of cool, though, to when he came to us, and I remember Leslie, you know, contacting me about it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that can be fun. Where shall we put them? <laughs> <laughs> and, and Cliff Drive was one of the original uh, Late box. in the game, though, I yeah, think. early, was, yeah. We kind of almost already settled on Swope. And then all of a sudden I was like, what? Cliff Drive? Um, you know. So then we'll you, get there. <laughs> and you're here. Yeah. You're here now. Um, what was how did I, and I guess that's my next question moving right into that. How did that move to, to Cliff Drive come about? What essentially had happened was we, we went into we went into Swope with kind of a big idea of how it's going to lay out. And we we didn't honestly know that we'd need uh, so much cue area to, mm-hmm. to stack cars in that were waiting to get into the display. Uh, essentially, the display got to the point to where it grew to the edges of the road on both sides, so all of the queue uh, just dumped right out in the road. Uh, we in the attempted, park. yeah, in into the, the park, yeah, but in the road in the like park. Like on Gregory, right? Uh, I was going to say, like up on Meyer or. No, it would it, it would hit Gregory. Yeah, I mean it because it, it was in Camp Lake. It's in it wasn't oh, Camp Lake okay. of the Woods. Right. So you were in the middle of the so park. So that's basically, Oldham Road. Oldham and Gregory. Yeah, okay, Oldham yeah. was the queue, that's and it. and it would back into other roads as well. Well, Oldham is a through street, and we right. attempted to shut it down at one point, and had some struggles trying to shut it down effectively, let our traffic through, but keep you know some of the other neighborhood traffic out. But that didn't really make sense either because that's their road, and we don't want to. You know, the, the way around was like five miles oh, or yeah, something. Yeah, when we tried to do know? it through the... Yeah, it's, it's nuts. Blue. I got groceries in the so, back of my car. So, yeah, I mean, you know, this is a Christmas event. We want it to be fun and lighthearted, and we don't want to, you know, block people's driveways or keep them from being able to get around in their neighborhood. So uh, so we started looking, and we started talking again, and, and Cliff Drive is just, you know, it's a, it's a perfect setup. And it, completely unheard of, you know, that you would find four miles of un- underutilized road in the heart of a downtown area, you know. Just just crazy. It's a godsend, you know. So what what's different about Cliff Drive uh, versus Swope in terms of space and utilized, you know, you're obviously utilizing space differently? Yeah. It, there's There's been some, some impact... Um, basically the road, which is Oakwood Drive, Oakwood Drive through Swope Park is a very thin. Just one uh, lane. One lane One way. Road. Yeah, one way. Uh, so, you know, there were always. Steep uh, hill going up. <laughs> yeah, and it's beautiful, too. The, beautiful. You have the limestone mm-hmm. bluffs there. It's a beautiful road. And we were worried about that. But Cliff Drive has the, the beautiful cliff walls. And mm-hmm. it's, it's on the bluff. And, you know, it overlooks you know, some of the river valley there, um, they're, they're comparable, really. You know, yeah. they're both winding. They both wind through the woods. Uh, you know, the, um, you, you really feel like you're out of the city, you know, in both right. locations to some degree. You know? The shortness of, I mean, it, what was that loop? 
coming from Oldham up Oakwood yeah. and then around. It wasn't. Yeah. It's not nearly Oakwood as long as what like we have to work 1. with here at Cliff Drive. 1.1 mile Total. road or something. Yeah. And the display essentially is 1.1 miles. So you were. So it was. That was it. You yeah. didn't have like we have here the three thousand feet, yeah. you know, half a mile basically, right, or more, to yeah. queue up mm-hmm. the cars within the drive before they even hit out into the rest of the park or the paseo. Right. So you know that's going to be a godsend, I think, just having that. And then you have one point one miles of lights, then, yeah. and you still have room, you know, before you enter out into a few and room to grow, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what. It, we were you Heidi, you and I talked about that when we were down there uh, talking with your brother in in terms of growth. How do you see this growing uh, over the over the next couple of years? Yeah, I mean we we plan to continue to grow it. I mean that's you know people our customers like to come back and see some of the familiar displays that they see from year to year, right? There's a there's a traditional element to it. it it's it's a holiday event after all. Uh, but you want to keep, you know, making it fun and interesting for them every year as well by adding, you know, new pieces and updated tech and things like that, you know. So not necessarily growing in length, but like density. Of yeah, the definitely density. Or- yeah. I mean, in last year, we'd added a bunch of overhead mm-hmm. uh, pieces. Mm-hmm. And this year, you know, there's not a lot of new stuff this year. We are trying to kind of take what we have and rearrange it as all new because, of course, the um, the move has been uh, quite a process uh, in and of itself and an inexpensive one. Uh, they're like, you know, for example, there's no power. Well, and I was going to talk about that. That the reasons why yeah. initially Cliff Drive wasn't really <laughs> right. was thrown Let's talk to that. <laughs> How are you pulling? like it wouldn't be that difficult. You've got an awful lot of lights. <laughs> yeah. So where, where, sure. yeah. Where are you pulling power from? And if not, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah, that was a journey because we we tried to work uh, putting it mildly. Street lighting. And we, you know, there it just the, the old infrastructure isn't built for it. Uh, so, you know, we attempted to uh, work with Evergy also and get, get some new components put in. But the transformers in the area are small and old, and there aren't very many of them either. Uh, so we're on generators this year. <laughs> okay. You know, a, a number of generators that have to be rolled into place and rolled back out every night by trailer. So, but, you know, you make it happen. I, I think... What's <laughs> LED lighting doesn't pull that much electrical, right? Yeah. <laughs> It, yeah, until you fill a mile. <laughs> well, that's until yeah. you fill a mile-long road with it. Yeah. <laughs> just, just making that walk and seeing some yeah. of the some of the wires that Heidi and I saw, yeah. and you know the cabling and stuff like that. I mean, that's oh, yeah, miles, that's no small task. Miles of cabling. Yeah, no, uh, uh, it's not. It's a it's a lot of there's a lot of of power draw through there, uh, and what's fun, you know, if you're an electrical engineer, you know that running power very far. Uh, the voltage drops, right. so you really have to boost it back up. So that's why it can't just be one generator; it has to be several. You know, there's probably eight generators going. In. So you're not going to have like the old Warner Brothers Looney Tunes, eight miles of cord. Oh, oh right. we came unplugged. It's <laughs> start walking. Down. <laughs> I have to give Skyler and Aaron like props for really just rolling uh, with the punches here because we did not anticipate it would be so difficult to bring power into the drive. I, well, you wouldn't you wouldn't think so because yes. you've got streetlights right. there. Yeah. You know, right. going up Chestnut, you've got streetlights on a drive, streetlights on Lexington, and a 
I don't know how big it is, but a power box on the back of the of the colonnade. But you looked into that. One? Somebody like me doesn't think yeah. about that. By the time you get it to where, where it's, it's going, that's it's still just dropped so much. It's just not possible. We need multiple 20 amp circuits throughout the course of the mile to pull that off. So it just doesn't. It doesn't function. But wow. it's going to. It certainly is going to. <laughs> <laughs> so when, the show must go on. Absolutely. Hey. You know? So what do you, you've got? What like uh, diesel generators on trailers? I'm assuming. Yeah, like, we've got a couple of those, and we've got a, some handheld gasoline powered ones to fill in some gaps as well. Okay, so you're you're set. You're good to go. Oh yeah. And you've run other light shows on generators. We right? have. Yeah. yeah. Uh, last year we ran half of our. Uh, holiday light and magic light show out by the speedway on generators okay and you know we've we've only been in this game this is our third year uh but like i said for seven years we had customers in this in this exact game of drive-through light displays and some of them run their entire show off of generators and you know we've we've kind of pulled uh some of our network in to help us uh figure out some of these challenges as well so we're in a good position I mean, that, with that, That's tried and true. Talking <laughs> about your your seven year history, are you having those old customers that you did service before? Are they starting to come back on board uh, post COVID? So, as a business person, you have to make some tough calls along the way. We've decided to not go back into manufacturing at this point, and most of that is just because you. you Running running a business is, is everything you can do. All the energy you have, you have to try to focus it. And if we were to try to run two different business models at the same time, I think they both lack. They'll both, you know, kind of get pushed to the side a little bit from time to time. You hate to do that. So mm-hmm. you really just want to kind of have that one focus that you can just put all of your efforts and all of your energy into and I, you know, th- I think this business grows for us as well. You know, we've we've already got another uh, third location that's in Chicago. Uh, we opened that up last year, and I think we'll continue, you know, to open them up, pop them up in other cities here. So there's there's a Jolt Lighting in Chicago. Yeah. So yeah. So Jolt Lighting is is right here. But yeah, we've got a uh, Willow Hills. Okay. Uh, we, they call it Willow Hill Lights, and it's a partnership with a Willow Hill golf course up there where here in kansas city we're partnering with kansas city parks and rec okay so when you say you're not manufacturing though you'll still manufacture pro- news oh for, uh, for, for us. ourselves yes yeah, I mean, exactly. for our displays yes. oh absolutely outside customers well, you, so yeah. you're so you if this is an exclusive partnership then right well here in kansas city yeah. right yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah definitely I'm not trying to rope anybody into anything. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> anyway, but you guys, it, it, it'll be exclusive here in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we've got Kansas, our. He's yeah, got one out I've by got the one on the Kansas side. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, this is our this is our only uh, Kansas City, Missouri park. This is it. So how many how many guests do you how many guests did you have last year? What are you expecting this year in terms of car, like car counts? Yeah, car count was 12,000 cars last year. Okay. This year, uh, with the move and with the population increase uh, that's near to the park, we're expecting 15,000 cars. Okay. And that's, we'll, we'll talk about admission charges here after a minute. But there's, when people show up, they show up in their car and they've got their family. And how does, it's not just lights, there's another component to this, right? They've got a radio or a music component to this? 
Yeah, so the whole entire one mile has been networked together uh, through computer switches, network switches and routers. Uh, and the whole entire thing is synchronized uh, to music over a single FM station. Okay. Uh, so it, I mean, you turn it on at the beginning of that, and it's a Christmas party in your car uh, from the beginning of that mile to the end, and all you know, all the lights are going crazy all around you. It's, so are they it's synced a blast to if the you music? Haven't been through it. Yeah. Oh, oh, and the music is like hard hitting, you know, dance versions of. Christmas classics you know and love, like really, you know, EDM jingle bells and things like that. It's terrific. <laughs> it's terrific. So do we get the Metallica and the Megadeth? We don't do and... any rock. It's like, it's all like more, uh, you know, modern kind of dance tracks. Really. Okay. Uh, EDM type of stuff. I think uh, last year we had uh, Wait a Slayer EDM. EDM. What, EDM. What's EDM? Oh. Oh. Electronic oh, let me dance hip music. Yeah, you can right. okay. Just go oh, ahead. And, knows. Go ahead and say it. Okay, boomer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, there. Electronic reckon, dance. Yeah. Music. Yeah. Electronic dance music. Okay. So it's just it. It's a party. Each each one sounds like a Christmas party. I mean, they're. You'll have to go. You have to. Make oh, I it plan out. on it. Oh, okay. I plan on it. All right, good, good. No, it, it's it's an absolute blast. So and what is it like, Dead Mouse? <laughs> the, the guy. Well, you know what I'm talking about with the mouse ears, and it's that yeah. deep thumping. It music. would be oh, yeah, very similar like a, to that. Yeah. Okay. Like in a dance I, don't, I don't actually remember the <laughs> artists, or I'd tell you which ones we're specifically using. But yeah, that that would be right in line with it. Okay. Yeah. All right. And so you choose like the tracks, and then yeah, and and we've taken surveys over the last two years to you know samples of folks that have gone through, and we've kind of asked them about their music preferences. And at first, the first year, I think we had two of those tracks, and there were there were five total, uh, so they represented you know forty percent of it. And we surveyed them, and we found out that they all just absolutely loved those dance tracks so last year it was like 80 percent dance tracks and this year we'll probably do that as well we'll probably throw in there's uh, no like bing crosby or no unfortunately no <laughs> no tradition and the lights are wild and fun yeah, when you I have a dance that, right? beat for it right, right. especially if, those if, glow lights those yeah black exactly lights, yeah. see and we, we, we if you're playing gene autry i mean it, the <laughs> lights aren't as impressive to dance to gene yeah. autry song so, <laughs> so I, yeah because yeah, the lights really actually are dancing yeah they're yeah. choreographed right to the song so you okay. want a good nice fast song but you know with the traditional element and it, it's christmas you want it to be a christmas song mm -hmm. you want it to to put you in the christmas mood um, so, you know, we, we found those tracks and everybody voted and, and it is what it is, you know? Well, and to be clear, you know, you're listening to this on your radio, so it's not dance music blasting, you know, out. Yeah, let's, no, no. let's clarify that. I know some that. people were concerned about that. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. You can turn it up as loud as you want in your, ra in your car, yeah. <laughs> but it's not going to affect, <laughs> you know, the outside externally. No, well, I won't even, well, you, some of these people with the subwoofers, they might. Well, that's true. That could well, be the occasion. I've, I've not really seen it come through. I, I think, you know, it's, it's surprisingly quiet. You know, I, I, I worked traffic the first year that we put it on because Skylar, my brother and I, we really just wanted to learn every single piece of the business because if we're going to manage somebody and doing it, we kind of need to know it and understand it. Right. We know yeah. the manufacturing space, right? So we, we worked. My brother Skylar took tickets. Uh, I worked traffic that first year. Him and I built the whole thing out. 
uh, over 30 days in the park. We learned the whole thing. But being on the ground, I mean, it, it is surprisingly quiet. That's cool. Yeah. And, you, and you want people happy in their cars. Oh. You don't want them falling asleep behind the wheel. Sometimes when they show up, they, they, they look sleepy, and you're like, ah, it's, a, you know, it's tough getting a family out dressed and out the door. You know, come on, we got to go. And everybody's like, all right, all right, we made it here on time. Well, you see them come through sometimes for a second time, and they're just smiles from year to year. The music's still playing. Everybody's dancing. You know, it, it's, it's, it's such a loved experience watching people come back through it again it, it just makes you feel that much better about it it's time to take a break to thank our sponsors shamaica's online market in delhi offering catering and nationwide shipping at shamaica'sonline.com find their new deli at 16th and swift in north kansas city shamaica's where customers become friends and friends become family from classics to campers hot rods to hoopties seaberg muffler your exhaust headquarters since 1974 Armor Road in Burlington in North Kansas City, Missouri. And now back to the newscast. So you had some you had some celebrities come through last year, did you not? I think you were telling Patrick me Patrick and Brittany came through. That would be Patrick and Brittany Mahomes. Mahomes. Right. In, in case but, nobody um, knows. No, yes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. I'm not clarifying that. Yes. Anyway, I do know that they came through because they're very good about po- Brittany's very good about posting on social media. Uh, yes. And so that was really exciting when it showed up that they were at Winter Magic and Soap Park on um, their Instagram page. Yeah, that's so awesome. where where do we go? Well, we'll I've had a, somebody ask me, and I think she talked to you also. Uh, about signage, making sure that they go to gate one, not gate four, or gate three, or gate two. So I'm, I'm assuming there's going to be some pretty prominent signage placed, say, outside, directing. It's like this way. Yeah, there there is signage. The other component is, is all of this is the tickets are pre-purchased. You know, so they're purchased in advance. So you get an email from us with your with your ticket. Right as soon as you open that email, the address for it is front and center. Mm-hmm. You know, clickable link, uh, link, so you can you can go right out to Google Maps or whatever and just drive right to the spot. But it is gate one, uh, and yeah, there will be signage, and signage at some of the other gates as well. If you show up at the wrong location, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yes, I was, I was just taking pictures of the signs before I came here <laughs> to make sure that we can um, clarify that. She called me. Did she? Okay. So, Joyce, this is for you. Just we, We've covered this. It's all good. Nice. So, what kind of community partnerships are, are in place with parks and with, with your organization to make this happen? I mean, this, this, it, it's kind of all-encompassing. Yeah, I mean, well, the partnership is, is us and parks. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's essentially that, – that's the one – uh, binding partnership. We're partners in this deal. Um, and a portion of the proceeds of your ticket sales will come back to Parks and Recreation. Thank yeah. you. Yes. And uh, that's where I was going next. Mm-hmm. Is that It comes back to Parks and Rec. Part of it does. Yes. And doesn't a portion of it go back to uh, the Corridor Management Committee or Cliff Drive? It will be going back to some sort of enhancements um, on the drive, yes. On the drive. Yeah. Okay. Which probably will be... Trying to get some electrical in there for you <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah, in future events, it, it'd just be great to reactivate the space in general. You know? I, I know that there's a concern about that part of the road that's falling down the cliff again. I've not been down on that I part. Been I've been, there, we right. walked the west part. Mm-hmm. But the, the part segment leading to gate four. Right, yeah. Right. Gate four. Mm-hmm. 
Here we get. We're talking about that again, right? Yes. So, what dates does the exhibit run through? What times? And to walk us through that. So it runs from November the third. We open. Uh, it closes uh, the night of New Year's Day, so to the first. Uh, the nightly hours sort of vary uh, a little bit. Um, we we stay open till nine most nights, mm-hmm. uh, and we will stay open later as we approach holidays um, and weekends. So Saturday nights, uh, for example, it's it's open till eleven. Um, but there's not a lot of consistency in in some of that stuff because we base it um, on ticket what sales. yeah ticket sales and and our history of traffic on certain days. Are are tickets do tickets correspond with a specific day or is it just a blanket? Yeah, not only is it a day, it's a particular hour. Uh, COVID got us started on time slots, right? And and a lot of businesses decided to go to time slots. Um, well, time slots help us immensely because the traffic doesn't get the opportunity to back up as much per hour. Because if, if I say, mm-hmm. hey, you know, you guys, your time slots between 6 and 7, show up anytime you want between 6 and 7. Right. And I put a limit to those sales per hour for that hour, 250 cars in this case. So a max of 250 cars show up between 6 and 7, maybe some stragglers here or, there mm-hmm. or something, you know. Um, but then the next wave doesn't hit, you know, or hit hard until later. So it, it, it allows us to keep that line down and keep everybody happy to where, you know, it only takes them a few minutes to actually get through the line and get into the door. Yeah, there's not a lot of the cars just sitting around idling. See, that, no, it's, a it's a flow. It's a flow. Right. And I, I didn't know anything about the, you know, the time slots. So that's good to know. And that clears up, that should clear up, in my estimation, a lot of concerns about, you know, you got a thousand cars showing up on opening night at six o'clock. Oh my God! You know, uh, six to seven is that's that's the time frame people want to come out, especially if you have kids. You know, it doesn't get dark until six, right? Right. So you can't come out at five. It doesn't make any sense. Um, but you want to get the kids home early. Mm-hmm. You know, get them get them bathed, get them fed, get them to bed. Uh, so yeah, if we didn't do that, absolutely everyone for that day, I I believe <laughs> would sick. show up at six, <laughs> and it would be a parking lot out there. Yeah, and, and then you'd have mad people with pitchforks and torches, yeah. and yep. that, that, that just wouldn't work. Exactly. So, in another partner in this, we're the Northeast News mm-hmm. is is partnering with the Kansas City, Missouri Parks and Recreation Department, and we're going to be offering some business discounts to people that want to take advantage of this. And so far we've got three Jay Rieger okay. signed on immediately uh, for a discount, the distilling company down in East bottoms. Terrific. And so we've got all three coffee shops in Northeast. will be taking advantage of this and they're going to, we're going to put out a full page ad uh, a couple of times throughout the course of this. Then we'll push it on our social media. And all they have to do is show their, uh, what do you call QR it? Their code. QR code at the restaurant or the venue, and they'll get a special discount based on what that particular vendor decides. So like for the coffee shops, I think it's going to be 10% off 
you know, your cup of coffee or you might get something free with it. We don't, we don't know what that is yet, but sure. there will be a premium associated with that. So keep your eye on our social media pages, and Heidi, I'll share that with you yeah, as well. That's why I'm really excited about moving here um, because it does give us an opportunity to really make an economic impact in the community and uh, open up this part of town to so many people don't even realize that it's here. Right. And how vibrant and eclectic and beautiful right. it is. Yeah. And so we're encouraging people that when they come to Winter Magic to extend your stay in historic Northeast, go check out these restaurants, these mm-hmm. coffee shops, these bars, um, and, you know, then come back often. <laughs> you know? Right, exactly. So that's what I love about this, because Swope Park was just kind of there by itself in Swope Park. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's other attractions around, but they're not open in the middle of winter. So right. you came, you went to Winter Magic, and then you went home. And it's so massive, and we were kind of like yeah. situated in this This dark of it. part. Yeah, of, right. You know, so I, I think this is just going to oh. Be a tremendous. wonderful for the community. Um, it's and of been course, terrific talking well. to everybody There's and so- how excited everybody's becoming about it. I mean, it's yeah, we we didn't have uh, this kind of welcoming in Swope because, like Heidi said, I mean, there just really wasn't neighborhood right there around what we were doing. Um, at first, the 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 conversations were worried, mm-hmm. right? They're worried. How does it? affect us negatively right but, right you know after calming uh, some of the fears about the yeah. timing and the and it's really limitations a lot and, mm-hmm. yeah. and and it's really turned for the better here now I, I there's one more partner too that i have forgotten uh children's mercy oh. we're we're an official uh donation location for children's mercy okay so uh we don't, they they're not involved in the proceeds portion. It's it's not a partnership, um, but they struggled uh, during COVID and, and kind of still do um, with their events and their fundraising efforts mm-hmm. um, because their hospital regulations now, um, you know, they're not allowing them to go out and do the same kinds of things anymore. Um, so so they were hit. Their fundraising side was was hit fairly heavily. Uh, event fundraising side, excuse me. And uh, so we're, we're proud to, to be partnering with them as well. So um, when you buy a ticket during the checkout process, uh, there is that little spot at the end, you know, where we'll ask you, you know, would you like to donate uh, to Children's Mercy? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I didn't want to leave those guys out. They're, they're, you know, do such tremendous things for the community. And I think what it's something like one out of every three people uh, in the city, you know, were positively affected mm-hmm. um, by Children's Mercy in some way. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And this community—I don't know if you're aware of this or not—but Children's Mercy Hospital got their start right here in the Northeast oh, really? community. No oh, kidding. Seventeen. Idea. I think it's 1701 Independence Avenue. It's now the home of uh, KCU, Kansas City University oh, of Medicine sure. and Biosciences. No and so right their administration the building, magic. right, exactly, magic, yeah. their administration building was Children's Mercy Hospital. Hmm. And the two sisters, the Richardson Graham sisters, used to... That's the bridge. Is that the bridge? The, that's the bridge. Yes. Thank you very much. Huh. Um, they lived right over here at 210, not 210 North. They lived at Clinton Place and Windsor Avenue. The house is still there. And so they lived right here in Northeast. So that's oh my the fact that the tie-in right be. there. Yeah. yeah. Right. Cool. So there's a there's a nice little there's your bow put it on it and <laughs> mic drop yep mic drop <laughs> <laughs> boom there we go so there is going to be there's one other night I want to talk about and that's for uh, there's going to be a preview isn't there yes and it's going to be free yes. and people just show up 
right? Yes, we were <laughs> November second, the night before we officially open. Is That's going a Wednesday. To be. It is a Wednesday. Uh, we've invited the neighborhoods and the businesses and the attractions, you know, around the historic Northeast to come and be our guest to have the first look at the lights in their neighborhood. So just show up between 7 and 9, and that's all there is to it. <laughs> and they <Right>? can... <laughs> so far. <I> guess. <laughs> Uh-oh. So they can, they can show up in their cars? In their cars. It's going to be... In, it is a drive-through experience. Okay. Yes. Yeah, it's and, not, and no, no bikes, No bikes, no, no ped. It's You come in a car load. Okay. And, um, yeah, you'll be able to get through and, and check it out before everybody else can. And that's that's free event from seven to nine on November. That's Wednesday, November November second, mm-hmm. right? Um, and they should come to Gate One. Gate One, right yes. there. Which the address is eighteen hundred Cliff Drive. So that's what you put in your Google Maps. Throw it up in the Google, or uh, you could just do the intersection there as well, at Cliff and Lexington. Right. It'll take you there. But the Paseo and Cliff and Lexington, right? Mm-hmm. All there. And then, well, Maple Boulevard comes down and yeah, intersects, gets... and and that's what that's what's really weird because we were talking before you got here. the The housing authority office, mm-hmm. the, the, Gate One is eighteen hundred Cliff Drive. You know, a hundred yards to the to the southwest is the housing authority office. It's right. actually at two hundred the Paseo. Yeah, right, Paseo. Yeah. What? <laughs> These windy so, roads. Thank you, George Kessler. Uh, uh, right, <laughs> exactly. So anything else that, that you guys want our listeners to to remember to to you know uh I know you got you've got a small child at home to feed so this is important Yeah it it, it, it certainly <laughs> is yes. Right me my brother and I uh who couldn't make it today he's he's the harder working of of the two <laughs> Oh good. uh he's he's down there uh on the cliff he, like, face designs it, Yeah he's well he I, yeah we design <laughs> it together he's like he's the muscle though uh he's the bad dude so he's down there working but but yeah I think I think we'd we we have our our merchandising this year uh, oh, this for the fun. for the yeah. first time. You've, what? Yeah, we're 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 merchandising a little bit. We just kind of wanted to offer uh, folks coming through, uh, you know, some other ways to have fun, you know. Mm-hmm. And we we didn't we didn't really want to do food. We don't we don't have any of our food licensings or or anything like that. And uh, we so just, no Doritos by the blacklight. No Doritos. No, we, we, are working, wait till you hear we are working. With, we are working with. We can talk about that. We okay. are working with PH Coffee, uh, who who's going. Yeah, to, uh, yes. yeah. Those guys are going to be selling some hot chocolate and cider, cider. Uh, some popcorn, I believe, uh, some snacks right, uh, to get possibly. you through. Oh, yeah. that'd be terrific. Um, but um, we are. We have two packs this year. One is called uh, the Kids Party Pack. Not necessarily just for kids, but uh, good good marketing there, I guess. Uh, it is a set of 3D glasses that makes everything look like snowflakes, uh, which is the fun. The driver can't wear those, right? The, the driver should not wear those. No, <laughs> I, I would imagine that would be uh, – you are on a city street, so please obey the laws. Uh, and it also comes with a flashing LED bracelet. Right? Oh, nice! So you're kind of part of the the display at that point. So, so that's that's the kids' party pack. The second one is uh, called the Cotton Pickle Challenge, which is a funny name. 
Okay. This is awful. It is a it is a bag with instructions oh. uh, on the side that sh- that tell you about the challenge. Uh, inside the bag is uh, contents. It's one point two ounces of cotton candy, but the cotton candy is flavored like pickle. It's a dill pickle flavored cotton candy because our mascot is Dilly the Christmas pickle, right? Uh, so. Dilly thought it'd be oh. thought it's a, <laughs> Dilly thought it'd be a great idea, you know, to sell pickle flavored cotton candy. Uh, unfortunately for humans, I think that's a terrible idea because <laughs> it's probably disgusting. So we at least provide you the bag in right. case you have to throw that, that <laughs> Get bag rid of the cotton candy. <laughs> as a challenge, if you can make it through, or right. even if you can't, hey, uh, post a picture of yourself and the and the maybe empty carton uh, to our. Facebook page to our social and uh, enter for a chance to win a dual park pass, which will get you back in our winter magic park here in Casey Mo, and then out uh, one free entry to our park in KCK. But oh, nice. nice. Do you have a contest where you look for the Christmas dilly? The yeah, we also have the scavenger or? hunt mm-hmm. for, for dilly every night. Uh, so we, we move him around, you know, with inside the park. And uh, if the kids can can spot him. It's the same thing. You, you take a picture of him and post it to our social and tag us uh, at Winter Magic Casey. And again, you're, you're entering uh, to win a dual park pass. So this is kind of like the, the old German tradition. Yes. You, you hang. Yeah. And we, we do this. It's, oh, that's awesome. Well, our pickle is this big and you hide it in somewhere in the middle. of the, How big yeah. is... This it's sounds like bad. like on the shelf. Huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, well, have you well, seen the Billy's two pickle. foot tall? Yeah. Okay, thank you. I didn't have to ask. Um, <laughs> I was going to say that'd be crazy if he was like eight foot tall or something. That'd be terrifying. So you got a two foot. No matter how cute he is, I feel like green. Does he light up? Yeah, he does. He lights. And up. you just put him in a different place in the park every night. Yeah. My brother and I thought it'd be hilarious to just light him up, maybe for one second every night. But then we thought that was just way too challenging, and not everyone <laughs> could have fun with that. that. <laughs> so he's lit up all the time. I promise we don't turn him off, and you just uh, keep your eyes peeled. Yeah, it's very distracting seeing all the other lights and the flashing and the music. So it is quite a challenge uh, and to spot him. So if they if they spot him, they take a picture and yeah, that's and the- post it and tag us, and that's the contest. Yeah, cool. Great. Anything else? Uh, no, I'm just so excited to have them here and to bring Winter Magic to uh, Cliff Drive. And again, appreciative to the community for really welcoming us after the initial really? shock. Yeah. <laughs> understandable. <laughs> Which is understandable. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. Right. Yeah, I can't get it out of my driveway. It's going to be to one store. of the best things I think that's happened to the historic Northeast in a long time. And I just love this area and spending a lot of time here. So thank you to everyone. And we look forward to uh, celebrating the season with you. Well, thank you guys for coming in. And I'm just going to give I'm going to go over this promo one more time. So the preview, free preview for neighborhoods, local businesses, and media. We're media. Yes. Wear your badges. It's <laughs> Wednesday, November 2nd, 2022 from 7 to 9 p.m. And it's at gate one. So show up in your car. No walking, no bicycles, um, nothing like that. And then tune your – you'll tell us what radio station to tune to, I'm assuming? Yeah, we'll tell you. I, I actually don't recall what it is. <laughs> Right now, I apologize. But that'll you'll have that There'll when we signs. get there. Yes, there will be signs. It will be signed quite be, well. Yes. Okay. Great. Guys, thank you very much for coming in. Thank Appreciate thank it. You.